Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Access without lines and action without limits. My bookie has you covered. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Use the promo code Drinking Bros for a 50% match up to $1,000 with mybookie.ag. Yes, welcome to the Monday morning recap show. Right on time. It's too early for me. (laughs) It's 5 a.m. somewhere. (laughs) In Australia, for our Australian (laughs) listeners, this is definitely the Monday morning recap show. Would it be Tuesday? for, For these guys. No, you're right. You're right. They don't switch it in a toilet bowl, right? Yeah. So it's just, it still stays Monday on that one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Niche. But in uh, Hawaii, it's earlier. Yeah, that's true. And we don't, for, we, we don't want to forget about our brothers and sisters in Ua'i uh, at all. So cheers. I have a feeling we will never, ever make a morning show for this. Just a guess. Why would we? Yeah. No need. We get, we get furious when we have like the best guests in the world, but it's like booked at 10 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah, yeah. like drags in at nine thirty, like that's a fucking ask, <laughs> and it's like, God damn it! The problem is when you've been drinking as much as we have this weekend. I mean, we we're just crushing waters today, left and right, uh, to try to recover. Uh, we'll go with the first one and the most obvious one we've talked about a lot. You've seen it on all of our social media pages. Uh, the Kentucky Derby, the greatest two minutes in sports, was run. Uh, fake Dan, you did not bet on, on this race, uh, which is shocking to me. You bet on every single, single thing on the planet. No, I did bet on this race. On, on ba- Baffert? No. No. Hot no, Rod Charlie. Yeah. And he was coming. He got <laughs> well, he me was, excited. He was third, right? Yeah. He, uh, he made a late charge. A little too late, though. Yeah, a little too late for your taste. Yeah. But uh, Baffert, uh, he talks me out of betting on his horse. He was just talking so much he was, shit. He, he nagged his own horse. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was like, my horse story. sucks. Yeah. It was a, a very, very strange horse. Uh, oh, Dan, you didn't appreciate that pun is what I'm getting from you? We've, no. we, we've, we've been through this. No, <laughs> I like a good pun. I love a good pun, actually. It's N-E-G, N-E-G. Mm. So, yeah, for me personally, that was the reason I bet on the horse. And, and I said that on the pregame show that Dan and I did live from there was I'm, I will never bet against Baffert, so I've got to put some money on it. My wife, who knows nothing about horse racing or anything else, Knows Bob Baffert. She goes, no lie. She goes, who's the daddy one? Like the daddy. And I was like, oh, silver, silver haired mm-hmm. fox guy. And she goes, yeah, who's the daddy? I was like, that's Bob Baffert. She goes, that's the guy. That guy never fucking loses. Throw, put, put my money with yours on that. He, he looks like a- Ashley Schaefer. He also looks the same. Ashley Schaefer from Eastbound. For the last down. 20 yeah. years. Yeah. He's, he's looked the same it, it, for 40 uh, years. He, they might have modeled Ashley Schaefer from Eastbound. There's down. at least some possibility that. On, yeah. ba- on Bob Baffert. Yeah, 100%. I mean, he dresses like a fucking televangelist, for Christ's sake. <laughs> what are you doing, guy? You're a, you own horses. Calm down. <laughs> Look, the horses felt safe. Well, at um, least he's honest about what his horses do. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> he said, Look, this is my JV horse. What does that say about the rest of the field after the JV horse wins? Not a whole lot, I guess. But there was one of the biggest favorites I've seen in my... Look, I've been betting on the Kentucky Derby for 20-ish years at this point, right? I've just always been a fan. Uh, my grandparents took me to the, the track as a very small child. Uh, don't know why. But uh, I went anyways, and it was fun, and they would give me $2 to bet. So I was always betting on these. Um, the favorite in this was, God, at 1.3 to 5, because there was a guy, uh, Holloway, that bets uh, $2.4 million 
on uh, on the favorite to win. And yep. needless to say, he did not win. No. And that guy lost a lot of money. But I think that $2.4 million bet is what affected the odds so drastically in that race. No, it definitely did because uh, I believe Thursday it was 2-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Then that guy made a bet and it was 3-5. to five. I think it came back down close to 2-1 to one after things uh, normalized. But it took a good 24 hours for that to happen. So yes. it certainly changed. A lot of people got shittier odds than they would have gotten otherwise on that pick and uh, still lost their money. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck now, you. <laughs> now, you and I were there, and you started off the day hot. You won every race, and I think just lost the Derby. That was the only race you lost, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, but I didn't actually bet anything. Oh, you didn't bet on the Derby itself? No. I mean, no I, bet, I bet on online before we got I bet on my bookie before we got there, but I didn't place any. Every time I was going somewhere, it was to buy more or get more booze. Oh, gotcha, I never gotcha, placed gotcha. a single bet. I yeah. was urinating and drinking booze the entire day. The entire day. Yeah, uh, I'm getting my picture taken a lot. A, a lot. You were best dressed at the Kentucky Derby. I think every single member of the paparazzi took a photo of you. And they were just pulling you aside, just saying, just, just you guys. Just yeah, you was, and Dan. It was hilarious. Are you sure, in a, yeah. I'm sure that was a real uh, go back to the new guy moment for you. Uh, no, I, you had the better suit. To be passed over. Uh, well, you I had mean, the better suit. I actually thought that yours with the white pants looked, would have, it looked better than it would have looked as a, the complete set. Well, you and your lady were wearing a matching dress suit combo. Mm, yeah, the and dress like, didn't fit me well. Yeah. But it worked out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and then you guys had to switch. But yeah. uh, I thought you guys, for sure, were the best dress at the Derby. And we couldn't walk 10 feet without people stopping you right. guys. Well, Tom Brady looked like, uh, I don't know. He looked like a fucking supervillain or some shit. Yeah, yeah very someone, strange. Someone tweeted, uh, Aaron Rodgers looks like he's there to arrest Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in like 1870. Yes. Or yeah. Something. Yeah, he, yeah. He looked like fucking uh, uh, Moriarty or some shit. Yeah, that's really. like a like wild, a, wild west villain. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty funny. I, we didn't see any of those guys there. They fucking stayed pent up in the top the whole time. I think they came in a little early and got some pictures and then fucking... Yeah, what happens is, so you can get seats upstairs, and that's fine. Like, obviously, with DrinkingBrosTickets.com, uh, we have all the tickets, and you can do that. The problem is, you're behind glass. It's like a fucking hard plexiglass, and then there's TVs inside of there. You feel like you're at a track betting on a race that you're not at. Mm. Um, so you can either do one of two things. You can get the, the seats out in the open, enjoy the sunshine, or whatever the elements are. The problem is the elements are hit and miss at Louisville. It's either 90 and fucking super humid or it's raining and it sucks. We took a gamble this year and, and went for the finish line and it was 72 and sunny. And I think those guys regretted their decisions later because you could you could be anywhere in that fucking thing in that glass case of emotions upstairs. Um, but it was fun. And then uh, we also had free booze and, and free food all day, which uh, in our section and you really can't beat that. And that was everything across the board, mm. like literally anything you wanted. We probably would have racked up a bill north of fifteen to two thousand dollars just in drinks. To be honest, probably with you. yeah. I think I I think I had about thirty. Yes, because we were there for seven hours somewhere in there. Yeah, thirty or so. Juleps, give or take. All julep. No, I mostly vodka. Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't. I don't. That's that shit's nasty, man. You can have a couple and then you're okay. My favorite thing about about Churchill Downs and it looked like that's still the case based on the picture I saw of you in the Daily Mail mm-hmm. with Jesse is. Thank uh, you. Is uh, Tall Boy Stella's, mm. yeah, which I'm a big fan of. Yep. That, yeah. that that the people come around with, or if you're, you're you had a bar, it sounds like. Yeah. But well, they had Tall Boy uh, White Claws there too, believe it or not, oh, at Churchill that. Downs. Yeah, can you uh, still smoke everywhere? Yes, yes. Uh, that that is my favorite part about. I went in 2011, 
And my favorite part about the whole thing and the, the biggest factor of being like, I think I just like went in a time machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just people ripping cigars and cigarettes fucking everywhere. Well, it's a, like a, being in a time machine in a lot of other ways as well. Yes. Yeah, I told- in a lot of ways, it seemed like an old plantation in the South. <laughs> yeah, it's like the masters on steroids. Yeah, yeah, but I, I and I told you, I go, dude, look around at this event mm. and and scan the crowd and take notice, um, because y- you won't see sporting events like this very mm. often in the future, it and it, it does feel like you're going back in time in events like that. And uh, it's still a blast, and and all that shit. It just takes a lot of fucking money to do it, like. To, to get dressed up and do the whole shit, like, it's very, very expensive. So uh, a lot of it is family money, um, people who have relatives who had seats and everything is like that. So you got to get out of that white lineage to get the tickets and everything else. Same with the Masters, by the way. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. to die in order for those tickets to go back into circulation again. Like, you know that, right? Or you get caught with your phone. Yes. And they just well, take your tickets. But good luck getting through the two yeah. rounds of security there. So, right. so you're just praying someone chokes on a pimento cheese sandwich. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. An egg sandwich. It. With the crust cut off. Yes. Yeah. In uh, triangles, obviously. And calls it a day. Um, it used to be, by the way, Bob, all mint juleps. Now they've switched to mint juleps and this other drink called a lily. Um, my, I, I'm, I went hard on the lilies. I, I enjoyed Ooh, the what's lilies. What's a lily? It's, a, it's some kind of vodka j- drink with, I think, it, I think there's uh a blackberry in there or some shit. I don't, I don't remember, I'm but it was good. That. I drank about probably 20 of those before I started on the White Claw. Yeah, see, that's, that's the problem with the julep is it's not really, I guess the, people kind of think it's a summery drink because it's minty, No, but it's too, syrup and whiskey yeah. is not a good combo for 90 degrees no. in the sun. Yeah, no, it certainly isn't. Well, I mean, it was like 72 and the yeah. whole time. Yeah, it was, it was perfect. But Perfect weather, I perfect can imagine, day. I can imagine it. Actually, I talked to uh, my friend Marissa Loren. She's a tattoo artist and does a bunch of shit. Used to be in Vegas. She works for, with for, First Form and Derek a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she was telling me the one time she went, the weather sucked, and yep. they, she was on the infield, and they basically had to fucking evacuate the place at some point, right? Because it was you couldn't. It looks like it turns into Woodstock. Yeah, you couldn't yeah, see correct. anything or yeah. fucking bet on anything. You were just kind of trying to dodge the weather at that point. She so was like, "Yeah, I, I technically haven't really been because that's what happened, and that can happen, and that's why it's a risk." To not be up in the box, I guess. But if I was going to be up there, I would just stay at home and watch it on television, to be honest. Yeah. Same. Like, I, I, I don't want to do that. You can get covered seats. Yes. Kind of like a yes. happy medium. Yeah, the fucking whole, there's two, like, yeah, there's a whole mezzanine right there that's yeah. completely covered. Yeah. yeah, it's covered, yes. That's where I was. I was, like, right on the edge. Like, I was probably, like, two rows from not being under it. Yeah. We were in the, we were right at the front next to the dirt track about, I don't know, 20 feet away from the finish line. Yeah. That looked fucking incredible. That's pretty Where can I run across the porta potties up top? Wrong, yeah. wrong race. Wrong race. Right. Yeah. Wrong race. That would be an infield. Is that the one where people are throwing beer cans at the mm-hmm. guy? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's the community. Is that Belmont? That, I think that, it's Belmont. That which the, one's in Maryland? Uh, uh Preakness. Uh, it's Preakness. Oh, is it the Preakness? Well, okay. Okay. That, that's just the community policing itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of shit you can get away with, including being uh, a zombie standing up, black the fuck out at these events. But yeah. You can't do. There, there's a limit. Yeah. Right. You can have awkward conversations with strangers and shit like that, but you can't really run across the top of porta shitters. No. No. That's, no. That's, no. Much, so that's, that's no, much too far. That someone the other day you talked about an RPR died because someone killed themselves by jumping off a building and, and hit that person Correct. on the ground. Yep. You really 
shouldn't be doing that and then like you murder someone in the porta potty but like the roof doesn't hold Oof. and you just fall on top of them and break their neck Terrible and their bodies shoved into the shit yeah. or worse pool. they get they get all the fucking blue stuff and shit on them i would rather be dead than that <laughs> That's but he, true. here's the thing though Let, let's say you have to tell somebody why your mother paralyzed. passed away or you're paralyzed <laughs> or, or one of those Awful situations, right? Then you have to go into the story of like, oh, hey, do you know the Preakness? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, did they fall out of the grandstand or something? Was something crazy? No, they were in the infield taking a shit in a porta potty that 10,000 other people shit in, and then somebody jumped on the roof, it caved in, and then their heads got... Some their kid in the throwback in. Indiana State Larry Bird jersey yeah. just came through the roof and fell on my neck. Yeah, and just said, King of French Lick. King I feel, of French Lick. I feel like you, uh, you take on some responsibility every time you're in public. Yep. Every time you poop in public, you know the risk. Yeah. 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 You, you know assume, the risk. You assume at least some level of responsibility for that. One would think. Right. And I know when the time comes, I'll go out on that sword. Yeah. 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 I think that'll be because I'll die on the toilet. For you sure. you probably yeah. will. We have yeah. Crohn's. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They tried to kill you on the toilet here already multiple times. Wait, yeah, who was that the- milk? That oh, milk is challenge. that what you're talking oh, about? Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Wasn't that his idea? Was. <laughs> it was. It was, a, it was like, fuck? what's the most Mormon <laughs> bet I could make? Yeah. Oh, hey, they drink milk. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, look. You could have soaked. Yeah. <laughs> I can only soak with my girlfriend for the Tell, next and year. And then we'll yeah. get her on the show and interview her and be like, dude, was there one time that he thrusted? Because if not, he should have just Next soaked. BYU bet, yeah. Okay. That'll be the thing. All right. Look. I, I mean, I always bet against BYU. So. We're down. We're down. Uh, and then lastly about this, I, wanna, I was talking to Bob about this right before we went on air. The important thing, too, when you go to an event like the Derby that lasts a long time, you're outside and there's that much booze and everybody's fucking boozing, you really have to pick and choose the couple you go with because it could turn into a fucking shit show real fast. Mm-hmm. Where they black the fuck out, you've got a babysitting, and then you're stuck at this event for six hours, and there's nowhere for, for them to go with that, that thing. We've all been wrapped up in those situations. Just a life lesson. Pick out your couple life partner that you go on all the trips with, and then nothing like that ever happens. Because Does that happen at 29? Seems a little old, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, it happens, dude. Are you yeah. kidding me? Are you kidding me? It gets worse after a it gets while. worse, yes, yeah, after that. I think... Uh, it's it's there's not a whole lot of people individually who can go hard for an extended period of time and maintain their wits. Mm-hmm. And finding two of them that are in a relationship together is even more difficult. Right? Correct. Yeah, it's exponential at that point. Yep. I, I'm. Yeah, are you saying that you don't have friends right now? That if you were going to cert, a certain level of event, you'd be like, uh, I probably shouldn't bring that guy or that <laughs> those couples, right? I mean, we. Yeah, do you not have, like, do you not have a good couple, like a couple, a power couple that you go with that can keep their shit together for. Yeah, mostly everybody. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, good for you. Maybe not Rob. Good for you. Yeah, Rob might be on that list. I mean, Rob Rob during the national championship game, yeah. Iffy. He gets mean. He gets mean. (laughs) That that takes so much alcohol to get me there. Like, I know if if that's not, if I I could put on my game face, right? Like, if I'm at Churchill Downs, I'm not going to black out. That's, that's too important. If I'm sitting here yeah. shouting shit jokes into a microphone as, like, <laughs> Baylor beats the shit out of Gonzaga, yeah, I might just start chugging whiskey. Yeah, okay. it's still better than probably... Mean. The Bears are real mean. The, the, the Bears so are mean. mean. <laughs> it's better than our other co-host in softcore history, Jake. He just apologizes to you the entire time. 
It's like you don't have what to apologize. Oh, yeah. 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 We, we all have the, the, the apologetic friend when it's they like get drunk. It's like you're not drunk. doing anything. Man, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm fucking sorry. No, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done dead this. Yeah. I'm just like, God <laughs> damn it, man. That's pretty dead up. Yeah, yeah like, we all have the apologetic friend, and you're just like, all right, we're good. We're good, bro. We're no, nobody cares. Just shut the fuck up. Right. Uh, at the end of the day. Right, right, right. Uh, we'll talk about the NFL draft. Uh, speaking of getting fucking blackout drunk that night. Uh, draft is wrapped up. I get the only one and only text I got from you the entire weekend was the Falcons drafted a UCF guy. And you Richie were, Grant, baby. Yeah, you were really, really excited about Let's that. Let's go. Uh, I, I just follow <laughs> UCF guys now. We ju- By the way, had as many players drafted as uh, Oklahoma and Clemson. And Texas. And, and Texas. Texas. Yeah. 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 Who had the most players drafted in this draft? That would be Alabama at yeah. 10 and Ohio State at 10, I believe. Uh, yeah, I believe it was. Bama definitely had 10. I think Ohio, I thought Ohio, Ohio State, 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 State had 10. I know that for sure. I don't know what Bama had. Which makes it sick that we had. Uh, Ross think, is leveraging for Ohio State to have the most, and uh, that's clear. Uh, he, he got fact checked. It's true. By who? Uh, Hot Bob beside you. No, yeah. no he, he's, he's not confirmed that yet. Uh, I, all yeah. I know is Ohio State at 10. I don't UCF know what the rest had of... five, and it's a top, top eight school of the entire draft, and we went six and four. So mm-hmm. congratulations, Tennessee. Yep. Hired yourself a hell of a coach, Josh Heupel. Yeah, yeah Ohio State and Bama were tied with 10. Georgia, tied with 10. Georgia and Notre Dame had nine. Notre Dame uh, went back into, or maybe they maintained their all-time draft lead. Uh, pos- uh, potentially, well, Ohio State. What did they have? What did, what did Notre Dame have? They had nine this year, but they're, they the really? all, they're the all-time leaders for draft Who Who was underneath those guys? Read off that list. They're top five. Uh, so, Bama and Ohio State tied one with ten. Okay. Georgia and Notre Dame tied third uh, with nine. Uh, Florida and Michigan tied fifth with eight. LSU had seven. And then Kentucky, Penn State, and Pitt coming in hot with six each. Pitt had six, six picks, huh? Yeah. No shit. And then there's a bunch with five, essentially. BYU, uh, but some big names actually. Uh, Clemson, uh, Missouri, huge name there. Uh, Oklahoma, Texas, Oregon, USC, mm. and of Just course UCF. All the, all the major schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because schools, yes. we we've talked, we keep talking to sports people about this, but all these major kit are all these. Uh, Five-star athletes are still going to major schools when you probably don't even need to. That's, and that's why yeah, I bring this up. And this is going to continue. So you're going to see the same teams in the CFP for the next three to four years just based on their recruits already. Right. Unless Saban dies, Day is only in his, what, second or third year. Um, Dabo Sweeney's a young dude. Like, I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, and then, you know, I, I, look, I still like Stoops uh, at Oklahoma. Or I'm sorry, Lincoln Riley to Oklahoma. Yep. And, uh, and I think they'll probably get the fourth slot in the CFP this year, but I feel like it's already predetermined. We already fucking know. I don't know why I have this vibe, but I could see Dabo getting popped for some like dark shit. Yeah, anybody that's that forward-facing uh, virtue signaler from the religious side usually has some bullshit mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. behind the scenes. So that's our we'll only see. hope. That's get, how we take down Clemson. But he, he can't get popped for... Like you know, other dude in the airport bathroom because people now will be like they'll they'll make fun of him for being a hypocrite, but then no one's gonna. Well, I don't know if you'd be a hypocrite. He's never. He's not like. Well, people would also rob. Is homosexuality a a dark thing? No, that's what I'm saying. That's not a dark thing. The hole is maybe for the south. The hole is dark. The butt, but he's married. Look, all holes are dark. Well, you don't know that his wife's not in it and involved in that whole thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Look, you never know how people swing, and I I can tell you this: marriage is a social contract. We were at the beginning of the derby. There was a lot of people who hit us up, and they were like, "Hey, what do we 
doing later? And it was yeah. just like, well, I told there were these old people next to us, right? And every time we would fucking go get drinks or something, they would all pour into our section and just sit there. Like, not, not stand there casually on the outskirts or anything. They would, like, literally go set up the seats and sit down. And yeah, 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 yeah. Camp out. What the yeah. fuck are you guys doing? So the last time that it happened, um, Ross was like, I, when we were walking, I'm like, hey, these fucking people come in here every time. And he walks in, he goes, hey, you guys again, huh? Just, like, trying to make fun of them and shit. And as they were walking out, they made some comment, like, oh, well, we're all swingers, so we come to these things all the time. And the old man, the, <laughs> oh, old, the lady was yeah. like, oh, okay, and just walked away like, yeah. oh, God. I yeah. don't think she was too happy about that. Her husband, who was really red in the face, definitely not happy about yeah. that. But he was a small man, and I would have annihilated him. Well, but it he still seems like they would probably be Maybe, you it. never know. I, I, if mm-hmm. I had to guess, I would say at least 20% of the couples there probably would be open to some shit like that. That's why I told well, him that. Well, did you check for the pineapple tattoo? No, I didn't no. see any of that. Okay. But I, I told him that because I was hoping that uh, we could get indecent proposal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To make did, even more, we made four grand at the thing, but yeah. goddamn, we could have made a million dollars that Yeah. And, and we did have one woman proposition us, and she was with a guy. They were not married, but I go, no offense, but you're here with him and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and she goes, well, I mean, I had to get into the derby. And I was like, oh, boy. So it is real out there on the Instagram and the thoughts and all that shit. We were just like, oh, God. Yeah, sugar babies are real. Yes, yeah. that's real. Sugar, sugar babies are real. Uh, who do you think had the best draft, in your opinion, Holloway? Start with you first. Um, I mean, fucking, it's hard to say that Jacksonville didn't. They've, yeah, they've they've established their entire future uh, with with. They went all in Lawrence on Clemson. Oh, yeah. they drafted a running back in the first round. Can't do it. Can't do I, it. But they got Etienne. Yeah, though. it's Etienne's a generational player. He and and they got a good edge rusher in the next round. I and and they got some uh, some other weapons as well. I think they had a really good one. Um, Atlanta didn't make any mistakes, which is good for them, I guess. Uh, yeah, I would say it was a B. There was nothing sexy about what Atlanta did, but they also didn't fuck it up. And I don't mind that either. Just right. take the, the best person. But it's hard to tell there. now, right? It is. I mean, look, you look back on it and you, you again, we, we chatted with uh, Malcolm Gladwell about this a little earlier. That Trey Lance deal was the riskiest top, top five choice I've ever seen in, in, the, in draft history, in my opinion. I, I can't name something more riskier than that pick. Mm. I, seriously, I, I've been trying to think about it all day and I, I can't. I mean, they traded up, gave up a bunch of picks. This is literally a team that is just one guy away from winning a Super Bowl. If they would have gotten Aaron Rodgers. You get Pitts. You got Kittle and Pitts. You can't stop that. I know it sounds like dog chow, Kittle and Pitts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But But you need a a quarterback to throw to them. Jimmy G got to the Super Bowl. Two years ago, he got to the Super Bowl off a great run run game. How do you stop Kittle and Pitts together? Uh, look, I agree. And New England runs a lot of two uh, tight end systems. Uh, shit, they got who they pick up in the offseason. They got two great tight ends there. Oh. So they're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I and know. I understand it, but you need a quarterback. And they're the ones, like them, at least they drafted a fucking quarterback that won a national championship. I don't understand the Trey Lance thing at all, man. I don't understand the Mac Jones thing, frankly. But I, well, the, one of the other teams that had a very good draft was the Dolphins. Uh, and I bring that up because you said you need a quarterback to win. They still don't have one, but no, no. Tua, Tua is not going to be an NFL quarterback. But they did put a lot of weapons. Uh, they got Waddle. Motion. They've got uh, Jalen Waddle, Will, yep. Will Fuller 5. Will Fuller 5 has a cool name, and because of that, he is highly overrated. Right. But he's still a very good receiver. Devontae Parker is a very good receiver as well. Mike Isecki is a good tight end. Miles Gaskin, a good running back. Now you've got all the pieces. Mm-hmm. Except for the one that throws the ball to people, 
Uh, Tua will probably have some success this year. So I, I would say it'll probably be similar to um, to uh, Cleveland. What's his name in Cleveland? The fucking uh, retard Cleveland. Baker. Which Baker, one? Baker Mayfield's first year, where he like set the record for touchdowns yeah. for a rookie or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it was a pretty pedestrian season, right? He'll probably do something like that. That that division is absolute fucking dog shit, except for the Bills. I, I mean, saw, the, the Patriots and Jets are both going to be really fucking bad. There was right? this hypothetical: yeah. uh, if all Alabama uh, receivers were in the same draft, Rugg, Shooty, Smith, and uh, Waddle, mm-hmm. who goes first? Who goes last? Who would be your four? That's interesting because they're not they're not the same guy. Like Jalen Waddle is a Tyreek Hill style guy, right? Yeah. Right, but if in if they're in the same draft, who would go first? Who would go second? Who would go third? And who would go last? It depends last? on who had the picks and who their quarterback. Was. Well, I'll, I'll tell you who mine would be. Um, just based on body, like even on, with on, even with hindsight now, correct. Yeah. And, and look, and I'm saying Devonta Smith was the best wide receiver I'd seen play in college. I would still take Jerry Judy because of his body size and what he's capable of doing, having the advantage of seeing Julio Jones and what his body size was able to do in the NFL with a good quarterback. Jerry Judy put up great numbers with a shitty quarterback, so. I would still lean on him just because of his size and his athleticism. I agree. I think Judy would go first still. Um, yeah. But then well, maybe. He or no, he didn't, he didn't go first. Rugs went first. He right? did, yeah, he didn't. Um, and, I, and look, I would put uh, me personally. I'd go Judy. I'd go Smith. I would go Waddle. And then I would. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I would go Rugs and then Waddle. But, I mean, that's an embarrassment of riches there. And I'm not mm-hmm. even going to talk about Julio Jones and the rest of the guy. I mean. They've been churning them out at Alabama, these fucking wide receivers. And it's the only, the insane. Only, the only way I would take uh, Smith over either Waddle or Ruggs is if I already had a number one receiver. Correct. Because you can't count on that body to hold up over 16 games. Yes, I, I, I think he's definitely a two. Yeah. But he's a two that lights it up forever as long as he can stay healthy in that little tiny body. As will. long as he can stay healthy. This guy is fucking six foot tall and 170 pounds, man. He's yep. not going to stay healthy. There's no chance. There haven't been players like him in the NFL that have well, stayed healthy. Still but, not the smallest receiver drafted. Yeah, and, 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 the, yeah. and the other part about it is, look, you, you look at him and Waddle on the same team. Waddle was the one that got hurt. Smith stayed healthy the entire year. Right. Caught a million passes and, uh, and then destroyed the career of Sean Wade from Ohio State. He felt fucking how many rounds did... What, what, like, it, it was so far down. It was on Saturday. You and I were at the race. This was supposed to be a top 15 cornerback. He said, I want to guard Devonta Smith in the national championship. Got run over. I mean, 200 yards plus in the first half and, like, 12 catches. His draft stock plummeted from top 15 to where the fuck did Sean Wade end up? I mean, I, I, like, it was, I know it was Saturday. Yeah, it was the number 160th overall pick. What round is that? Uh, six? Five? I think it's like five or six, yeah. God damn it. Should have stayed in college. It wasn't, he wasn't a, a senior. Um, but that's what, that's what he was able to do to supposedly one of the top 15 guys. So I think Smith will be fine, but they're going to have to run routes, like Dan said, to keep him healthy, where it's like, all right, let's go on these slants. Let's treat him like Deshaun Jackson, you know, and not like Julio Jones. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah that's his he, comp, right? Like a harder-working Deshaun Jackson. Yes. And then, by the way, a friend of the program is actually a listener who's on the Alabama staff. Um, I'm not allowed to say who it is. He said, bar none, Devonta Smith was, was the hardest-working dude that has come through that program in fucking 12 years. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm sure like Saban act, like, never said a bad word to him. 
and he's probably the only player in Alabama history that first one about, in, yeah. first one to leave. Like the, that was the guy who who they all said they were like that's that's the guy. Like if anybody asked who the hardest working was, it was it was him. Yeah. So well now this is. The draft was really interesting. It was interesting to see what the Packers did or didn't do, rather, right? Again, yep. Uh, Aaron, if if I'm Aaron Rodgers, there's no way I can come back and play there ever again. But after all the shit he's talked, and after them doing that to clearly put a thumb in his eye, mm-hmm. you can't. You got to walk away from whatever the money is. You can't do it. That, Counterpoint, that's, though. That'd be a yeah. Huge so, so what's he gonna do? Counterpoint. Uh, so all of Aaron Rodgers' like playoff failures are well documented. He's won one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But if you go back, I think he has the highest uh, points per game allowed for his defense. I think it's like 35 points a game. So is it the worst idea to, like, sure up the defense? Yes. Yeah. For, for Green Bay? I, they were a wide – in my opinion, they were a wide receiver away from winning. They re-signed Aaron Jones. Why not go out and get the best wide out that was available? But if your defense can't stop anybody, you're not, not going to be him. Are you going to – what team is going to beat Aaron Rodgers and two number one receivers with a fucking number one tailback, yeah, frankly? 35 points in a playoff game is asking a lot. It is what it is. Yeah. Right? I mean, at some point – I mean, it hasn't stopped fucking – Hasn't uh, stopped the Chiefs. I, I think the Chiefs had a middling defense the same as the For Packers. the first two years, right? Yeah. It took them about four years to build that team completely. Now, they, they already had people like uh, – uh, like they had a great – they had two great receivers, a great tight end, and obviously a great young quarterback. But the defense was pretty good. They were okay. They were like – They had pieces. They, they were like eight, eight, 16th, I think. They, in, they were like a, they were a, like a bend, don't break, or just like wait for the big play defense. Yeah. Like they weren't a grind – they weren't a defense that was going to consistently get stops, but like no. they were going to – Matthew or uh, – the yeah. dude who actually, I forget his name, but the dude who ended up jumping off sides Soren, in overtime. Soren. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Against don't the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like they, but he was a great player. Right. They, they have guys like that. and, and uh, But they had huge holes as well. Yes. Right, like big ones. And they, they addressed the offense first because if, if you have, I mean, look, it's one thing to be stable. If you use like a car analogy, obviously you want all four wheels to work properly, but you need to put an engine that can require better wheels on in the car before you put the better wheels on the car, frankly. And the NFL is about scoring points at the end of the day. And the Chiefs have, they've done a good job of turning that into like that one little play, which was just fucking stupid, cost them that Super Bowl, right? Yeah, but you could argue the tides kind of turn end of the half. Tampa Bay scores that touchdown. Miller burns their corner. Mm. Yes. With like what, like three seconds left in the half? That that changed yeah. the game in my opinion. We we, we were all like, "What the fuck? How do you was get that, that corner up? doing?" Yeah. So they draft a corner. Not the worst idea. That that was, uh, yeah. I mean, that's but you you have a Hall of Fame quarterback who's got maybe three years left. Yeah, maybe, and you know he's already pissed off with your previous drafts, so they want to force him out. I think, right? Well, oh, there's s- no fucking way they would have done that. So what happens and where does he go? Because he said he wants to play for three teams. I think he's going to go home. Frankly, to- I don't think the Packers, from what I heard from people around their front office, they're not budging. They're not even considering it. They're like, we'll, we'll fucking wait until he shows up. And if he doesn't, fuck him, basically, attitude right now. Really? Yeah. So you mean, when you say home, you mean retirement? I mean Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Wow. Yeah. Game show host. We're just going to pay him as much. He's actually Jeopardy this year will pay him more money than he would have made this year. I think. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's. I think it was we, like 15 million. Let, he would make really, 35 million a year. As he a would. Quarterback. But, but still, yeah. your, your, your shelf is longer on Jeopardy. Like it's it, financially in the long run, it's the be- best decision. I'll address the elephant in the room here. I, he's fucking okay. Like 
there is athletes who just, oh, they're okay at kind of hosting things and acting and whatever. He's okay, right? But he's not fucking better than LeVar Burton reading out questions and answers every goddamn night. He's okay for an athlete on Jeopardy, but he's not really the guy who should be fucking hosting Why Jeopardy. Better? It, it doesn't, that doesn't matter. It does. They're not trying to find the best Jeopardy host. They're trying to find the personality that will bring the most amount of the kind of fans they want to the show so they can sell the most advertising. Ken Jennings, then. It's either Ken Jennings or LeVar Burton. Ken Jennings is a fucking weirdo. And he's actually, the, he's the Aaron, champion. Almost everybody in this country knows who Aaron Rodgers is. And the vast majority of them outside of Chicago and Minnesota probably like the guy, to be honest. Right? How, yeah. well, let me ask you this. What was the highest rated non-sports event last year? Uh, I have no idea. Tournament of Champions with Ken Jennings, uh, that weird guy from Vegas, and the other thing. They did a three-night event live on TV Monday through Thursday. I think they took Tuesday off. People like that fucking guy. Um, I, I'd say, look, it doesn't I, matter even Alex Trebek, keep does, it in the house. It doesn't, matter, it, to Ken Jennings. it doesn't matter if people like him. It matters if advertisers like him. Right. I, I, I don't know with Aaron Rodgers. I really don't. I mean, oh. he's, he's been with State Farm yeah, for like I was 15 say. years, man. <laughs> like, it's one of the most successful ad campaigns in all sports. I, I'm just saying, I, I don't know if that's the guy. And I a, think LeVar he, Burton might fucking sell that shit out. LeVar Burton would probably be cool, but he's kind of a cunt, right? And it's also... Uh, it's also well, that's some insider info, not... Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Uh, it's also... LeVar Burton doing it wouldn't be a story. Neither would Ken Jennings, Right. But Aaron Rodgers doing it, it becomes a story. Aaron Rodgers pulling a Michael Jordan, retiring early, and going to Jeopardy. Yeah, that's a story. Right. Is, that, is that where your money's going? No, yes. Denver. Denver. He's a Bronco. Uh, look, Elway loves quarterback. It makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. And I, I don't think care that they traded for Teddy. Like, me neither. You uh, bring in Rodgers mm-hmm. any, t- any you chance you just send Teddy to Green Bay. Yeah, just there you go. By the way, Fuck it. after what happened last year with Tom Brady going to Tampa, Denver and my... My honest fucking opinion, dude. They're just missing a quarterback. They could fucking win. And a coach. But yeah. Eh. But he is the coach. Rodgers is the coach. He's the yeah. offensive coach. Like, everywhere he goes. I still think the 49ers should be trying to make moves to get him right now. I mean, he, that, that's, his, that's where he came from. That's his home, right? Yeah, but they gave up, they, they gave up everything for Trey Lance. I mean, fuck. What are you going to do? They gave up, what, a first-round pick and a second and two second-round picks or some shit like that? I don't remember what it yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a crazy haul that they got for that. The but, most entertaining uh, scenario is him going to the Raiders. Him and Gruden going back and forth. Oh, boy, could you imagine? <laughs> I'm down with that one. It'd be a great hard knocks. Yeah. <laughs> Denver makes the most sense. So if you go to Denver, that team is set. Then he's thrown to Jerry Judy, and mm-hmm. he's got all the weapons. No font. All those guys. He's got the running backs Melvin up there. Gordon, yeah. He's not got to mention, not to mention a, a defense. Yeah, the defense is still the defense. They're yeah. still stacked. And then they got somebody else uh, that was amazing when I was just like, God damn it. Yes, Denver would be the move for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cortland Sutton. Is that the other? They, I mean, oh, yeah, Cortland yeah. Sutton from SMU. Yeah, yeah dude, they're just, they have an endless supply of offensive weapons. If, That'd be a sexy team. It makes you feel, like, wonder if uh, Drew Locke should figure it out or not. Uh, I blame the coaching. It's all the coaching. No, is this that, is, no, is that true for real? Like, is it Drew Locke or is it the coaching? Defensive-minded coach. It's a little bit of both. He didn't, really... he didn't walk into a good situation with a coach. But no, you know what? Neither did, uh, neither did uh, Deshaun Watson and Deshaun Watson put up. Neither put did up Aaron Rodgers with McCarthy. So I, McCarthy is a better coach than both Bill O'Brien and whoever the fuck nah. coaches the Broncos. Yeah. Probably not. Nah, He's got, I don't, I don't he know is. who coaches he the He absolutely is. 
it's not a high bar to clear. First off, secondly, he, he like has a ring. I mean, he's he's not useless. Aaron Rodgers has a ring. Yeah, yeah. He McCarthy's yeah. not useless. He's pretty useless. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the same amount of rings as Rodgers. So, yeah. you know, we'll find out. 49ers, though, that's the that's that's the move I think for me. That'd be the, uh, that'd be the most exciting one. Yeah, stay in the yeah. NFC. So I mean, it, I guess going to the AFC could be exciting to see a potential Hember v Brady matchup. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. But let's be real, the uh, NFC is where it's at right now. Other other the Bills are great, but they still seem like they don't have a leader on that team. So I don't see them. You don't you, do, you still see teams like that go far in the playoffs. Somebody that doesn't have like a fixed standard leader. Uh, either on offense or defense, some usually both though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know who it is on the fucking Bills, frankly. I mean, they've got some really good players over there, right? But sure, fuck, man, I, I still don't see. I don't, it, but the leadership train starts at some point. The Bills win this year, and then three years from now, we're like, man, they've got great leaders with experience, right? But that all starts somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that develops. Um, but it, you know, seeing them in the AFC, it would just the the narrative would become about the collision of him v. Brady, and then you have to somehow work Mahomes into that talk. And how do you do that, right? I mean, it, it would almost certainly, well, if you went to... Because now Breeze is gone, so there's no... Right. It's like the three-headed dragon. Sure. Like, who, are the other, who are the other quarterbacks do you think right now are, are locked? Like, if you, if you had to guess who the MVP of the Super Bowl quarterback would be right now, it'd be one of those three guys probably, right? Easily. Like, who else would you even select? Brady... Maybe I, Lamar I, Jackson. I, as if as much as I part? hate to say it's... Uh, Probably Russell Wilson, even though I fucking hate that guy. Maybe. They're, Dude, fuck they're it. On, they're on the Swap rapid em. decline. Swap them. They hate, they hate where they are. Uh, Sierra, you hate Seattle? Yeah. You're going to Green Bay. Yeah. yeah. And his, uh, his fiance loves Seattle, that little hippie. There's no way Sierra is going to fucking Green Bay. Was <laughs> right. Appleton, Wisconsin? <laughs> right. Not a chance. Man. I mean, yeah, Shailene Woodley would love to go to Seattle. Oh, yeah. Shailene Woodley would love it. Yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. Also, Roger says he hates like everybody in their front office, like anybody that is associated with that. that in- does that include all the shareholders for yeah. Green Bay? So yeah. every fan that's owners. a season ticket holder? <laughs> yeah. All their he sh- just hates all their fans. Yeah. Oof, it's a bad sitch, man. I, this, was, this, is, this is how far ruined his career. Mm. This got contentious, too, towards the end, and I, I don't know what the right answer is. I haven't seen what Bryce Love even looks like. Some, maybe he's the guy, and, and they know something more than we do, and they're like, eh, fuck Rodgers if he wants to do Jordan this Love? bullshit. Yeah. Or jo- is it yeah, Jordan Love? Jordan Love Bryce yeah. Love is the Bryce running Love, back. Yeah. Running back for yeah. uh, Stanford, yeah. Um, Where's I apologize. he? <sighs> uh, he's, yeah. is, he's did dead. he get drafted somewhere? He did, he but then he, he got hurt, and yeah. I don't know, I don't know if he's still in the league anymore. He's a, re- he's a real estate agent with all our college basketball players. There's he was no drafted way. by Washington. Redskins? Yeah. Uh, well, or football team, yeah, yeah, football team. Yeah, he was it's a good place to go when he you're He played four right. seasons, 15, 16, 17, 18. Mm. Yeah. Wow, is this right? No, that's his fucking, that's got to be his college career, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. his college career. Uh, I'm not seeing any stats. Mm. He was dead. Uh, yeah, he was I think he got killed. Yeah, I think he got killed. Yeah, he got injured uh, late yep. in college and yep. was never the same. Was never the same again. Because he didn't most. sit out the Sun Bowl. Yeah, right. Uh, I want to command uh, Dan here. Um, you picked the first nine picks of the draft, which was unbelievably impressive, including that Trey Lance bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how you saw that one coming. Uh, the other one that, that I called very, very early on in the week, if you bet on it, won you a lot of money, was that uh, the Bears trading up for Justin Fields. Uh, I knew that was that was going to happen. Uh, I don't know what's get, does he come in and start week one for Chicago? You let Dalton go a few games. How does that work out when you trade up for somebody like that? 
I would just let him start, to be honest, because if you don't let him start, then what you end up with is anytime Dalton makes a mistake, people are going to call for fucking Fields to be the, the starter. Mm-hmm. It just it creates a, a situation that's a fucking powder keg, and unnecessarily so too, right? Because this is not how football seasons work. It doesn't matter. If you lose your first four games and then win all the rest, you had a great season. So who gives a fuck what happens early versus what happens late? You right. know what I mean? I think that's uh, just... I think it's a bad way to do business. Every, every single time we've seen that in recent history, that's what it's become, right? It's become this fucking 35-year-old quarterback and a fucking uh, 22-year-old behind him, and every time the guy fucking throws an errant pass, it's like, get him out of here, fuck him, or whatever the yeah. fucking case is, and it creates tumult where it, where it need not be. I just think it's stupid. If you put fields out there, give him, like, I mean, you drafted him, fuck. If that's your plan these days to draft a first-round quarterback, the expectation from the fans is that motherfucker's on the field as soon as possible. I agree. And with these new signing bonuses, you almost have to do that from an economic standpoint, yep. right? So yep. you get him out there and let him fucking fail or succeed. If he fails, then you've got fucking Andy Dalton, yep. right? And you can still probably navigate yourself to a fucking winning season. I, I agree. Uh, steal the draft uh, goes to the Browns. Them, I don't know how JOK fell to those guys. Uh, fell to the Browns. That's crazy. That's a great pickup. For God them, though. damn Holy it! That, shit. Dude, that Browns they, team is stacked. That, that man. defense is great. I'm pretty sure that the Browns are going to be in the AFC Championship this year. I'm, 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 that's a hot take for me. It is with on that, the with, quarterback. With that defense, I, agree. I don't give a fuck about Trent Dilfer's got a Super Bowl ring. I don't give a fuck about the quarterback, <laughs> man. I don't care about that. I, I, I'm going to say now the Browns probably average giving up 18 and a half, 19 points a game, something like that. That's my guess for their season. That, okay. that defense is fucking good. They're nasty. Uh, we're going to go around and the there's horn still here. free agents out there, by the way. So, uh, Oh, yeah. The Cowboys yeah, yeah. just cut loose Van Der Esch today. Yeah, Van Der Esch just For got cut reason. today. That's a guy that's going to go somewhere on a one-year deal to try to prove shit, and it's gonna, he's gonna, somebody's going to get really good value out of this dude. Yes. And maybe it's them. Maybe it's Denver will probably try to pick him up or the Patriots or somebody like that, right? Patriots would be a great pickup for, for, for him. Uh, let's go around the horn here real quick. After draft is over, uh, we know who's going where. Uh, we know most of the trades and all the other shit, um, except for the Rodgers sitch. Who, who goes to the Super Bowl next year? Dan, we'll start with you, Holloway. Uh, it, saying anybody other than Tampa Bay and Kansas City would be disingenuous. That's who I expect to be in the Super Bowl, frankly. Yep. Yep. Both of those teams were great last year. Nobody else was even close to them. And when they got together, it went the way it went. But they both improved mm-hmm. so far. Who knows what Tampa Bay is going to do, but they brought everybody back, yep. which is an improvement, right? Uh, they and Kansas City Antonio went Brown. out and got the guy that was the one – problem area yeah uh, they got one of the best right tackles in the game yeah, they, so. they got like they in the offseason they signed a bunch of off, offensive yeah. line talent they their yeah. offensive lines so to i to say anybody else is even in the conversation i mean look green bay if they tighten things up get rogers back and, and whatever the fuck yeah sure they could win if some kind of trade happens and he goes to denver or the 49ers sure they could win who knows what's going on with russell wilson he seems to be at some level of conflict with the, with the Seahawks as well. Mm-hmm. So who knows what happens there? I mean, fucking Breeze is gone now, so that's not even a question. The Bills maybe have an outside shot. Maybe Lamar Jackson learns how to play fucking quarterback in the playoffs. But all those I've, things... I've got a dark horse. All those things are doubtful, in my opinion. What about you? I'm going to go Los Angeles Rams. Oh, Stafford. That's why I wanted to butt in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stafford. Okay. Your, your L.A. Rams versus I'll your take Cleveland Browns. That is your Super Bowl. Boy. Kids, we got some sponsors who put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost is KillCliffCBD.com. 
finest CBD drinkable in the land. 25 milligrams of CBD in every single can. You will not piss hot. There is no THC in any of these products. Instead, it's 25 milligrams of clean CBD with some of the finest flavors on the planet. Oh, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a diehard grape guy. Joe Rogan's got me leaning towards that that pineapple habanero, which uh, I'm, I'm starting to get used to. I was not a spicy guy. I'm starting to get used to it now, and I love it. I think that has overtaken my number two flavor. Uh, number three is, is orange kush for me, and then they got the strawberry as well. And look, I, it's just a personal choice, but that's the best. I have a can before I go to sleep at night's. Uh, I'm one of those guys uh, who loves to drink it with uh, late night drinks on a Saturday. That way I can just kind of ease into bed and uh, and have a nice comforting sleep. Go to KillCliffCBD.com today. Promo code Drinking Bros, 20% off and free shipping. Free shipping, man, on uh, on drinkables is, is, the, is the big one. We're doing it with the seltzers right now, man. You need it. You got to have it. Uh, but Killcliff CBD is the best in the business, man. We vet all these companies. Their CBD is the finest. Again, no THC, so you will not piss hot on a, on a drug test. 25 milligrams in every single can, and they'll ship it right to your door. Go to KillcliffCBD.com today. Promo code Drinking Bros gets you 20% off and free shipping. Next up, we got a little Theragun. <sighs> Boy. Boy, I feel like we've made it. I feel like we've made it that we have Theragun as a sponsor. It feels like a real sports show. I feel like a real human being. Now, these Theraguns, man, <laughs> these were in all of my gyms all the time where it was like, you know, you end up knowing the gym owner after a while, and he's like, I can only afford one of these, and therefore you have to use it on the other, like, 16 or 20 of you guys after the workouts because nobody else is getting Theraguns. Now they've got a new model at theragun.com slash drinking bros. That's T-H-E-R-A-G-U-N.com slash drinking bros. You can get the Gen 4 Theragun today for $199. That's it. $199. I promise you it, it is just as good as the Theraguns that were they were doing, what, five years ago that were $1,500, something crazy like that. These are the best Every show, as soon as it ends, uh, Giorgio's using it. Uh, Fake Dan is using it. I'm using it. I love this product more than life itself. Um, uh, look, if, if you need a dip, deep tissue massage and you don't want to go spend 180 bucks at some place, uh, look, get the Theragun. It's, it's one of the best Mother's Day gifts you could get, too. Um, because that, that way your, your father doesn't have to sit there and rub shoulders or leave coupons or or packets of like oh hey this happy mother's day i'm gonna rub your back away no get a theragun 199 bucks that thing will never break it is worth its weight in gold uh, i love this gen 4 we've been using it all the time here uh it doesn't just feel good again it gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension uh, using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. This is, this is intense, man, and it is the best in the biz. Uh, uh, right now, right now, I want you to go to Theragun, 
Theragun starts at only $199. And now through May 9th, they're offering a special for the mom in your life. This is a Mother's Day special. Go and get it. Go to theragun.com slash drinking bros right now and get a free super soft attachment with any purchase, but only until May 9th. That is a $30 value for free. But you have to use our special page. Go to theragun.com slash drinking bros. That is theragun.com slash drinking bros. My God, man, uh, this, this product has been fought over in the office, and I get it. Uh, best in the business. I agree with LA. I think LA is going to win the NFC. They, they, they have there. a great defense. I look. I love Stafford, man. I, I I always thought he was great. I think we've we've written off McVeigh as dead far too early, just because Bill Belichick, like yep. Albert Pujols, Brad Lidge, home run him in the Super Bowl a couple mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. just kind of fucked his brain for like two or three years. He's not done. The guy's younger than me. Like, sure. sure, he's got playing time, and Stafford is. Well, Stafford's got a fucking fractured vertebra, homeboy. No, nah, he's fine. He's That's just a hip, he's right? Yeah, nah, he's, nah. He's, he's fully healthy. No, his back is fucked. Uh, well, he, had, he had a broken back one yeah, season, and it but doesn't, he's fine. It he get fused. That Tiger kinda, did it. Yeah, that it's kind good. of shit just doesn't go away. It gets rapidly worse. Yeah. Rapidly. Yeah. That dude will be in the league two or three more years. We're seeing the highest scoring Super Bowl ever. Chiefs, okay. Rams. Chiefs, Rams. I like it. Run uh, it look, back. I don't know that Rams that defense. Monday night game. Was one so of the, the best games of the, all time. the Rams defense is amazing, but it won't matter against uh, against that. Maybe we'll offense. see. I mean, we. I think the clock's ticking on Mahomes too. What do you mean? I mean, he takes some hits. You know what I mean? He runs around a lot. Even if he's not taking hits, he's still moving around a lot more than a normal quarterback. He's putting quarterback miles player. on. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He almost got his leg broken and this we, year. And we see now how that affect uh, affected. Well, we saw it with Kobe, right? He was 36 year old, years old, and he looked like he was fucking 40. Right. You know, or 45. He, was, he looked old as shit. Yep. And he never really came back from that last injury. Same thing you're seeing with LeBron right now. Like, he's, he's not as affected on the court by it right now, but you can tell the, the miles are fucking yeah. wearing him down. Uh, speaking right? of which, uh, breaking news, he's going to sit out again tonight yeah. with an ailing right ankle. Like, yeah. uh, he hasn't I mean, played in a long time. It's yeah, they don't care down. what seed they are. He's no, very, no, he's no, very mad that he might have to be in the play-in now. Yeah, Did you see yeah, that? right? Yeah, well, now that it's... Fuck him. <laughs> fuck LeBron <laughs> James. Such, that guy is such a clown. Uh, I, I will stick with Dan on this one. Um, I, I think it's, it's Bucks Chiefs, and uh, you give Brady... A full season. It's really hard to get back. Under his belt. Is, but yeah. here's the thing. He didn't even have a full fucking season because of COVID with these guys. He got them to gel. They got all the same players back. I don't, I don't see how these, they're, they're not going to get better. He's even got to age, right? I, like he's eventually going to age. Yes, but I'm not willing to bet against it right but now. But what does that so. mean? What does that mean for Tom Brady? What does it mean for him to age? Exactly? There's going to be a season where he looks like Peyton Manning on the Broncos. Yes. Where, Brandon I mean, Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl. But they but, still won. But Peyton, Peyton had literally just broken his neck and had it f- fucking fused. Fused, yeah. Right? The only that, injury Brady's had was one yeah. year. It was an ACL, right. and he got fixed up, yeah. and he was good. So if Brady gets hurt, for sure, that's, that, that team is done. Yeah. There's no way they can fucking operate without him. You wouldn't think, right? Shit. Yeah. But at the Derby, he looks like he was fucking 32 years old. I mean, he's probably, it's, it's he's probably got a blood boy. Oh, he, he, of course Easily. he does. Why he's, would he not? If you're fucking... Uh, 
if you're Tom Brady, you better have a blood boy. Yes, yeah. multiple probably. Yeah. He's got one for every day. It like, needs to be like the scene day of the in fucking week. Blade Three where they open the barn. Yeah. And there's there's <laughs> Ziploc's human beings. No, the people like, don't see. die. God damn it! You just switch blood out with them. Although I'm sure. No, no, no he actually kills them. Yeah, no, they, kills they, them. it was a it was a farm. So oh, they yeah, did keep them alive. Kids. They kept yeah. them alive. It's like it produced. Yeah, it's, vampires know what they're doing. They've been around for a long time. Well, I mean, what what actual blood boys do is they just give blood. Like normal yeah. fucking human beings, mm-hmm. and he puts it into his body. It's not like uh, if you take too much, though, the kid dies. Yeah, no. but if you put him in the Ziploc in your barn, you can feed him all the kale and avocado you want, and then I just... came up with a new invention over the weekend. Actually, it was a way to get horses to race faster, and it's called a cocaine carrot. Mm-hmm. Now, oh. I don't want to fucking wax all intellectual here, right? But cocaine is this substance. We all, we all know what cocaine is. <laughs> Co- oh, I want to see horses on cocaine. God damn it. Yeah. You're going to have trouble Wait, getting them into the gate. Do you want to so. see them on You're cocaine? actually there are, not there's already trouble. This. No, no. If we brought in a, a, like a baby, baby bag of uh, baby carrots, right? Small bag. You can easily get that through. I mean, we no problem getting through. No, 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 no. Out. You're going to have problems getting the horse into the gate yeah, yeah. on oh, cocaine. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Maybe. Would it be Yeah, because they already have those It's going to be leaders. freaking out. Yeah. They have those leaders that take them around on the test lap, and then they fucking guide them in to the gate yeah. and then close yep. the gate behind them. Would it yeah. be better to... <clears throat> Uh, addict them to something and then put them in withdrawal and teach them that if they win the race, they get what they're So we're basically to. talking about a junkie version yes. of horses, of yeah. horse racing, and I'm into it. Then well, you actually yeah. dangle the carrot with yeah. cocaine this in is front a real of it thing. that it never gets so to. They were doing yeah. this with dogs down in Miami in those dog races, and they were giving them meth. So, yeah. yeah. Half, yeah. half the field, or maybe it's different race classes, I don't know, but half the field is on the cocaine, half the field is chasing heroin, mm-hmm. right? And then you can see, I mean, I guess in the gate, they might be nodding off a little bit. Yeah. Right? Or at least at the end. They're not gonna, you're not going to get the same pictures. You're going to have to wait a couple of hours. Sure, sure, sure. For the heroin to wear off. Sure. Yeah. We could also do uh, just horses on PCP. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, so just so you have, like, a horse with, like, two obviously, like, was it DeMarcus Ware broken legs? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just on there, like clawing to the finish line yeah. and still winning because they can't feel anything. And you, yeah. you're playing Riders on the Storm by the doors. Yeah. Uh, horses are all jacked up on yeah. PCP. Speaking of not being able to feel anything, uh, we had on Icebreakers Anderson Silva. That'll tonight. Up, that'll be up tonight. Tonight at 8 o'clock. It's actually, it's up. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, is it live now? now? Yeah, I accidentally yeah. hit no, publish it, instead of schedule. <laughs> well, no, but it's 30 minutes from now. So. Oh, no, no, the, the audio. He's talking about the audio. Yeah, the audio's oh, yeah. out. The audio uh, got out. out. Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. Well, no, uh, well, the video will be out in 30 minutes. So if you really want to catch Icebreakers, uh, you'll see it there. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. You definitely, yeah, you, definitely show, yeah. you definitely want to see that. You definitely want to see that. They go into the injury with uh, Anderson Silva. and. Uh, yeah, he talks about it. It looked like from uh, from what I saw that last fight, it looked like Weidman didn't feel it. Like he, maybe he was, he was in shock or he just thought it hurt really bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anderson said he could tell that there was something wrong. That's why he fell backwards instead of stepping back on his broken-ass leg. You know what I mean? Uh, That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they talk a lot more about that incident, and uh, Adam mispronounces a bunch of people's names, and it's awesome. Check it out tonight. It's on uh, 8 o'clock Eastern on uh, Drinking Bros Podcast, and the audio show is, you're, you are correct, that goes out at 8 o'clock Eastern uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, you hit publish. Yeah, yeah. That's well, did you hit publisher? Yeah, I'm about That's to hit fine. schedule, but I accidentally hit publish. Wow, look at this! Uh, it's a little early gift for you guys. The, pa- the Patriots have also declined uh, Sony Michelle's option for 22. Really? It's going to be a nice little wow. third down back pickup for somebody, huh? I like that Urban called ETN a third down back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, you know why? Yeah. Kid, the kid in there had a thousand, what, eleven hundred yards already? 
the rookie. I, I, if, if Etienne lines up more in the tailback position than he does in the slot receiver position this year, I would be very surprised by that, yeah. to be honest. I think they draft him because he's a fucking great athlete. I don't think yes. give and, a they, shit and he might shoot him like Paris Campbell, and that's how he yeah. treated Paris Why would he not? Campbell. I want him to be criminally underused like he was at Clemson. No, fuck that. Just his entire career. Yeah. He gets not, like 10 Ur- carries Ur- a game. Urban Meyer doesn't do that bullshit. No, dude. He'll, he'll ride. He yeah. rides his fucking horses yeah. like... But I mean, he's got he's got two of them. I mean, to be honest, if they split the fucking uh, if they split the the carries, they could probably he would have two thousand yard backs probably. But why why put that amount of stress on Etienne's body? When you don't need to have him out in the fucking slot, right. he's yeah. fast. He really yeah. just—I mean, or the, or put just, that bitch in motion. And Lawrence knows how to use it's, him already. Oh yeah, yeah. It needs to be like a sort of Marshall Fox yeah. situation to like throw the greatest back show the on day. turf. Man. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking. That, that was one of the most exciting years in NFL history. And I can't remember a quarterback fucking and a running Isaac back Bruce from the Torrey same Holt. draft class getting drafted on the same team together. Like. It's, I don't it's know. We'd have, to re, we'd have to hire some producers to research something like that. Well, they're all on the show. I believe uh, <laughs> when Blake Bortles was drafted. God uh, damn it. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, instead, Giorgio, uh, I want to get to you about the U- UFC. Um, we were obviously at the, f- at the uh, racetrack. We did not get to see the fights. There was a fucking spinning elbow that was one of the most vicious Eerie. knockouts ever. Um, what happened there on that card? I'm telling this to Dan. Really? Okay. Well, Giorgio, you can help me out here because I uh, need a little help. I want to call a friend with the last name of Yuri. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me bring it up so I can do the, the correct pronunciation. Let me, let me get into my, my Czechoslovakian the mood real quick. I don't mind just going by Yuri. That's why you call, like the Greek freak, right? Nobody can pronounce Giannis' last name. Antetokounmpo. Well, that's how you know. Like, if, like a guy like uh, Francesa. Who's like kind of been in radio for a minute? Mm-hmm. He's been doing it for thirty or forty years. Yeah, John Anik's the best at this. He doesn't know yeah, names, he so he just calls them by like one name Proshavska. or a nickname. I like that. Yeah, or no, 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 no. Proshavska. Proshavska. Okay. Proshavska. Yeah, I Yuri. can't say. It. Let's just call him Yuri. Yeah, he doesn't Yuri. need to fucking have. If he's smart, he's developing a fucking much more clever last. Yeah, name just go by one. Well, like, his I don't, cut is I don't actually know how smart he is because he fights. This insane style where he keeps his hands down. He takes a lot of punishment, but it never inflicts on his face. Uh, he's adopted the samurai as his own. He's mm. even though he's from the Czech Republic. Um, yeah, he has this giant top knot that he has now. But the, oh boy, big fan. Well, it's samurai. like wrapped and it's braided. The, yeah, the samurai thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was taking some like fucking shots from Dominic Reyes, who is who is good. He's lost three straight fights, but he is good. Um, and he just fucking puts Dom Reyes into another dimension with an elbow. It was awesome. I mean, that, that clip went viral. I watched that knockout like 30 times. I mean, it was, it was rad. Yeah. Um, and that was like one of their shittier cards where it was just like, oh, well, it's hey. a fight night. Yeah. But, I mean, he, Yuri's probably fighting for the title next or he's fighting uh, Rakic. What uh, weight class is he at, Number one contender, that's 205. That's 205. That's John Jones' old weight before he went up to uh, heavyweight, which he hasn't fought in yet. And Dominic Reyes was the last man that John Jones fight in a surprisingly very tough uh, decision win, which a lot of people thought that Dominic Reyes actually won. So okay. it's, a, it's a lot pretty of people interesting say that. right now. <clears throat> yeah. A lot of people say I mean, he beat lot, John Jones. A lot, a lot is going around in the UFC. If you want to do a little quick recap and catch up right now. Please do, yes. Um, Diego Sanchez is out of the UFC. He has been left and he has been cut. 
Well, has that been due to his coach? His replacement for Donald Cerrone will be Kevin Holland at a catch weight of 175, which is super surprising to me because Cowboy Cerrone gave this whole big speech in December where he's going back down to 55. He's going to make one more run. He's going blah, 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 blah. And then he takes this fight at 170, which is ridiculous. And now he's taking a fight at 175 with a catch weight against Kevin Holland. Like, he's a what company is going man. on right now? Cowboy's a company man. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, I, I think he does he's whatever at the Dan end of his career. Him. Yeah, dude, and it's just like, hey, do try you want to get? Do you want it's, Kevin Holland's not the biggest payday in the world? Like, whatever card you're going to be on, you'll probably be like, you'll you'll be in the main card for sure with him. But like, he's coming off three straight losses as well, going back down to a lower weight class. He should be fighting at 170 realistically. Um, you, but you want, but you want a payday. Yeah, and I don't know who else is left for Cowboy because look, you guys are very very vocal on your hatred for Connor, and that's fine. Connor knocked, I mean, they took him out in fucking 48 seconds or whatever it was. Is it Dana's respect for Cowboy to try to get him paid a few more times? You don't throw him out there against Kevin Holland. I'll tell you that much right now. So you think Kevin Holland will end his no. career? Dana, Dana's never pro-paying anybody, so. No, no. Or he's never really pro-giving someone an easy fight either. He's just like, let him die. Make, make me more money. Well, that's why he's the best. Yeah, and then uh, do you Dana's want to talk about best. our boy? Cub taking uh, one to the liver. Ooh. Cub, yeah, Cub, Cub went down pretty hard, pretty hard with that. Uh, the GG kick. I yeah. think I'd rather get knocked out than uh, get a, a liver TKO. To be honest, because you get knocked out, you don't fucking feel shit till you wake up. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. You get hit in the liver. It is enough pain to make you stop. Yeah. Now I want you to think back in all the moments in life where you've experienced pain and what it took to actually make you stop what you were doing. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of fucking pain, and I'm all set on that bullshit. <laughs> You'll be pissing Cubs blood for two dude. weeks. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. Cubs a tough dude, and he takes that shot to the liver, and all you hear is, ugh. Nobody and is just a tough collapse. dude when you get hit in the liver, dude. Just go look up any, go, go on YouTube anytime and look up liver knockouts. It doesn't matter who's delivering them. It could be the fucking smallest person on earth. When that shit happens, you're done. Yeah. Oh, boxing liver knockouts are my favorite. And other big news <laughs> in the UFC. Uh, Gilbert Burns and Steven Thompson was officially added to the Conor McGregor Dustin Poirier card. So that is uh, July 10th, the T-Mobile Arena. So that is another amazing fight. Uh, if you don't know who Gilbert Burns is, he just fought Kamaru Usman oh. before uh, before Kamaru <laughs> fought um, George Masvidal. And actually, the reason Usman left ATT was because him and Gilbert were teammates. So that's the reason he moved to Denver, and it's the reason he started fighting with Trevor Whitman, which is probably the reason his hands have gotten the way they are and why Usman's really become like – why he's in the GOAT category right now. Like, what Trevor Whitman has done with him, who you guys know is Justin Gagey's mm-hmm. uh, trainer as well, yep. um, uh, out there in Denver, Colorado, and just has really enhanced uh, Usman's striking. Uh, so Gilbert Burns is going to fight Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, whose only loss in the UFC have been two losses to Tyron, uh, which at that point in time, Tyron was probably one of the best uh, uh, welterweights in the world, so or ever, you know. Also, Wonderboy is a wonder man now. Wonder man, So, yeah. uh he probably doesn't have another run in him after this. So this is kind of his last hoorah. The other top, the other big story about this that, that you're not talking about is if it's a T-Mobile arena, uh, which Dan and I have been to many, many times in Vegas, that means there's going to be fans. Because Dana said he would not fight in Vegas without live fans in the seats. So well, he just did one on no, no, Saturday. No. Uh, but yeah, pay-per-view. No, no, no. Yeah, but, but Vegas so. is still shut down. So <laughs> Pete, it, Pete was saying today it was kind of open again. Yeah, no, it, it was... 
Yeah, it's, uh, he's, he's still not signing autographs. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Pete Rose is on a couple days, by the way. But this uh, is the, he's this not signing is the autographs. part in the show where people call Ross casuals because he doesn't realize that like most of the fights, if they weren't at Fight Island, were in the T-Mobile Arena in in, in Vegas. No, 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 no they weren't. They're, UFC they're, they're actually the headquarters. headquarters. Sorry, the yes, Apex, yeah, Apex. they're in the Apex. But, but T-Mobile still, Arena yeah. is at th- that means there's going to be fans there. I can promise you that. Oh, for sure. And it's I mean, Conor McGregor, so they're going to sell the fuck out of that. I mean, they wouldn't do a Conor. They wouldn't do a Conor fight without fans. But 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 to people in Vegas. Because again, hindsight is twenty. We just we literally just interviewed Pete Rose in Vegas, who spends every single day autographing. He goes, "Dude, I've, I've not been allowed to go back and do autograph sessions out there because of COVID policies." Yeah. That means they expect it to be over at that point and have live fans there. Well, and, speaking uh, of expecting, does anybody expect Conor McGregor to win this fucking fight? I do not. I, I there's no fucking. He way. just sold his He's, whiskey company for six hundred million. Fucking. Done, and I don't understand why we're continuing on. I know Dana just wants to sell pay per views, and that is his job to do it, and good for him because he's fucking figured out. That, I mean, he's one, he's the, one of the best promoters of all time. But for the fans, I don't understand why you even care about seeing this. I don't want to see a home run derby with two fucking hasbin. Not that Poirier is a hasbin, but I don't want to see a fucking uh, a home run derby from a guy that didn't show up for it. It's like watching a track meet, and one of the guys shows up fat. It's like I don't know a fight on Triller, one of the dudes shows up fat as fuck and clearly didn't train for anything. Sure. You know what I mean? You get, you see the product. You get, you get fucking uh, Ben Askren versus uh, Paul. And I'm sure. I'm but sure we'll Connor cover, looks, we'll cover that in the, like the the, the preps that fight. We'll probably go into this quite quite a bit. Connor mm-hmm. looked good going into that fight. Like he looked like he was in shit. He's he not did. a fucking he model. Just, he's he a just, fighter. He looked. He looks super boxing heavy. You don't, he was completely boxing. You don't. Yeah. You don't fight with fucking muscles. I make man. all my picks on how hot they are. You yeah. don't yeah. only how hot they you are. You don't fight with yeah. muscles, especially not in combat sports. You fight with your fucking mind, mental toughness, right? Sticking to your game plan, adjusting quickly, and not giving up. That's how you win fucking. And fights. you can't train on a yacht. All his training is on a fucking yacht. You, I follow his Instagram, and it's amazing. And it's like congratulations, you made six hundred million on the Pro Put Twelve deal. But all of his training has been on a yacht. I have not seen him train in a gym yet on Instagram. It's strange, man. I, I will say, though, so Connor, um, obviously, they have beef now over DP's charity event. Yeah, or he, like donated, he, he donated the other half a million to a different charity. And Dustin came to out To multiple really nice charities in the Louisiana area that are, like, I, not rivals, obviously. That's not the right word. But they were kind of, like, in a similar vein of Dustin Poirier's charity. Why do that? Just pettiness. Yeah, and Dustin yeah. said as long as the money went to helping people, he was pretty much okay with it. And this is – all right, I got a little bit for combat sports for the, for the true MMA fans. Basically, if AJ Gamble is in the chat right now, go ahead and shout out AJ. This is combat for you. Combat sports minute? For sure. Uh, yeah, just, just a quick one here before Icebreakers girls on. Uh, we had the Who's number one here in Austin for Flow Grappling, which Gilbert Burns was in, which is why mm. I brought him up individually against Rafael Lovato Jr. If you guys don't remember him, he was a Bellator uh, welterweight champion and actually had to relinquish the title because uh, he had a brain uh, injury and condition. He could no longer fight, but uh, now still competing and grappling events and actually uh, beats Gilbert uh, on a decision. So that was uh, pretty interesting and pretty big for the sport of grappling here in Austin. Joe Rogan also had on Gordon Ryan who discussed his uh, jiu-jitsu career, how hard it was him to find fights right now, and that he actually has an exclusive contract with 1FC. So if you guys don't know, Gordon Ryan is probably known as the best ever jiu-jitsu artist only at 25 years old, and he's done it amongst multiple different weight classes, and none of the other so-called best people in the world will fight him. And uh, if he ever wants to transition to MMA, which will be a really big deal in MMA, uh, Joe's talked about this countless times, uh, and one FC has the, uh, the contract with him. So that's super interesting. 
Hmm. Yeah, what, how would a fight like that get set up? Would, would one FC have to, or would you have to buy out the contract? contract or well, well, he has exclusive rights with them in MMA, which he hasn't competed in yet, but he does not have exclusive rights with them uh, for grappling. So he can do jiu-jitsu uh, in the Abu Dhabi uh, combat sports world, uh, the ADDC and the IBBJF. There could also be a trade. Yeah. Like the Ben Askren trade. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. For uh, Mighty Mouse. Yeah, I mean, I just want to get people more familiar with 1FC, what's going on in combat sports around here, especially with Bellator as well, because we're going to try to cover more than uh, just the UFC. Mm. Yes, exactly. Uh, speaking of which, we will probably be at that Jake Paul, uh, not Jake Paul, uh, Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather fight in Miami on June 6th. And me and Giorgio will be at the Michael Chandler uh, fight for the, t- the title. Yes, yep. they, you guys Lawyer. will be at uh, UFC 262 in Houston. Doing your H thing. Vegas, oh. as some people like to call it, right? No. H Vegas? No. no, 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 no nobody no. ever calls okay, it that. Just, just wondering. Nobody ever calls it that. But it's a close drive, so uh, you guys will have fun. Uh, congratulations. Oh, you told me Dakota was taking us in the chopper. No. no oh, no, yeah, no chance. I'm not getting in a helicopter. What? <laughs> not a Kobe. fucking prayer. That's, no, how, you, yeah, that's yeah. how you die. Someone's like, like, is on Facebook, and they're like, what? Dan died with some fucking Medal of Honor per and another. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's every helicopter crash. It's a, a group of random people who got into a helicopter and died. Yep. Yeah. Yep. One famous person, they get the headlines, yeah. and then it's Anne Friends. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, won't, um, won't even remember. Friends. Yeah, yeah, you're Anne Friends. People will literally be less sorry that you died than another person they also don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I got to chime in real quick. Reed White said we need some soccer talk. All right, quick update on the Champions League right now. We're going into, Cut the, his sec- mic. We're going into the second leg uh, <laughs> of the semifinals. Chelsea and Real Madrid are tied 1-1 going into their second leg at Stanford Bridge. So that means if Chelsea draws 0-0 or wins that match, they're going to the Champions League final. Because the they have the more away Hang on. I, I have a serious question for you about soccer. Yes. Uh, for real. Um, Who cares? Uh, the the, the uh, fuck, United. Uh, Manchester United. Yes. Fans stormed the field. Yes. They had they, to call they, the they, game. And the, disrupted the Man City, Manchester United fan, all because of the European Super League, which was announced by the six top teams in Europe and the three top teams in uh, Spain and But Italy. it's dead. Uh, they got canceled. Uh, a couple of the teams pulled out. It all fell apart. Uh, the chairman of Manchester United resigned, uh, who they were not a big fan of. Now the fans are pushing for the Glazers to sell the club. There's only a few people in the world who can actually buy the club. Conor McGregor. They, they, oh, nowhere near. Uh, no. Con- no, no, no. We're talking like five I think, billion. I think, I, think the, I think the clubs are yeah, roughly five to six. Billion well, he says he it. says he wants to be one of the owners. Um, clearly, he knew the the proper twelve deal was going to go through. Well, I mean, LeBron James That's how they is do part it over owner here, yeah. of a. I mean, that Boston sports group. Owns Correct. Stuff, right, and maybe if a group Kevin buys Durant it, owns the union. We could maybe yeah. see something like that, team but I, I, I doubt a brand as big as Manchester United sells to like a consortium like that. It'll go to a chic, or it'll go to an oligarch, or yeah. I mean, that's that's probably all that could really happen if it gets sold. I don't think it does. Gross. To be honest, because I think they would rather have the Glazers than versus some foreign foreign money. To mm. be Dude, honest. nobody okay. wants the Glazers. Uh, on the other end, on the other end of that bracket. Um, we have PSG versus Manchester City. Uh, PSG, uh, Kylian Mbappe is hurt right now, and Neymar is misfiring, so I really think City with the two away goals is going to advance to the Champions League finals. They had the farthest they've ever been in the tournament. They're one of those teams who have been owned by Saudi Sheik money. They're basically owned by Oil State. They've been pumping about 400 million euros of money into them every year. Uh, brand new facilities, brand new stadium, state-of-the-art. Um, they really want to win this trophy. They haven't won it yet. 
Uh, and I think Chelsea has the best chance of beating them. I think they beat Real Madrid because they match up star power to star power really well with them. Chelsea has a really locked tight defense after uh, bringing in Thomas Tuchel halfway through the season. We fired uh, Frank Lampard, who was a club legend, who we had appointed as manager and brought in. Yeah. The ex-PSG coach, Thomas Tuchel, and he really straightened the ship and really got us uh, firing right now. It's pretty awesome. So who You're are you saying betting to so win? many words right now. That's fine. Who are you betting to win then? Uh, you know, I got I got to put money on Chelsea. I got to put money on the team. It's a repeat of 2012 when we weren't expected to win, and the team just came together and won it. And you know, it, 2021, it's dyslexic year. Let's do it. What so about you're saying? We is if you, that's your team. Yeah, he's it, a Chelsea it's fan. It's we. Okay. There's a there used to be a flag back there. Is Bayern or, or Real Madrid at Man City? Any of any of these teams even close? Are you even counting counting on them or what? I mean, as a Chelsea fan, I have to bet on Chelsea. Uh, Real could they could show up? They're full of they're full of stars. We saw mm. what Kareem Benzema could do against us uh, to score that goal to tie it up, where yeah. he literally headed it to himself, spun in the air, and kicked it into the top corner. So I mean, they they've got guys who can do those things like that. So they're always dangerous. Um, I think PSG's done, to be honest, with two away goals to Man City and Pep mm. Guardiola, who was, took Barcelona through that amazing run that they had when they were the best team ever. Uh, you know, he's probably the best coach in world football right now, so I think he gets the job there done in this other second semifinal. Okay, great. Great. Um, everything you just said. Made no sense. None. And, and it, it, it was almost as if I was hearing another person speak a, a language from a culture I've never seen or heard in this life and that might have been undiscovered in some form of... I don't know, National Geographic article or something like that. Right, and, he was speaking uh, Dothraki. And, and I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for it. And I, I always love to end the show on a downer here, and that's what we're going to do today. For Giorgio, uh, D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, PhD, Fake Dan, Hot Bob, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Monday morning recap at 7 o'clock at night. Uh, good night, everyone. Have a good day.